This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about waffle cones. And I think we already did ice cream cones. You know, I was researching waffle cones last night, and I was looking at the Wikipedia page for ice cream cones, because there's not a separate one for waffle cones. Oh, that's so unfair to waffle cones. And I was skimming down the ice cream cone page, and I... I was like, like 50% of it I felt like I'd never seen before, which which is possible. I mean, it's Wikipedia. Well, and also probably there's, there's been a lot of new stuff in the world of, <laughs> of ice cream cones in the last like eight years since we did the episode or whatever. Uh, but then the other half of the stuff, I was like, oh, right. There was a guy named Abe Dumar. Do you remember? Right. And wait, was this the, the St. Louis Fair? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I do remember. I was there. It was 1908, right? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so maybe? Anyway. 1916, maybe. Anyway, but that has nothing to do with waffle cones. That's just cones in general cones and in like general. the yeah. inventor of the old like ice cream cone. Yeah. So yeah. we don't we don't need to like <laughs> give a bunch of more free publicity to Abe Dumars. No, <laughs> if no. Abe Dumars wants <laughs> wants us to talk about him, he can you can buy an ad. I think it's Dumar, no S. Well, I mean any number of Abe Dumars. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Matthew, let's go down memory lane. What's on your waffle cone memory lane? On my waffle cone memory lane, so I associate with waffle cones with being one of those things that was hard to talk a parent into springing oh for the God. upgrade. I thought you were going to say one of those things that's hard to talk with a parent about. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, so yeah, that's right. Like, okay. Like um, sex, <laughs> squabbles with friends. Yeah, sex, squabbles, and cones. Those are the yeah. three things. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Like if teens, if you need if you need help talking to your talking to your parents about squabbles, <laughs> we've got we've got ideas. We do. We've also got waffle cones. We got uh, squabble cones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so these are definitely like a, a a difficult thing to talk about, and that's why we need to talk about it on the yes, show. Yes, yes. This is this show is death, sex, and waffle cones. Exactly. DSW, which is also <laughs> a shoe, shoe website. Okay. okay. Anyway, but Matthew, what's on your memory lane again? Start over. Oh, okay. Well, I was I was kind of serious. It was like we would go to the ice cream place. I would smell the waffle cones, and I'd be like, "Can I get one of those?" And uh, and my parents would be like, "It's a dollar extra. Are you sure?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'll get the regular cone." 
Wow, your parents were a real riot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I, I, I try and say yes to that kind of thing. Yeah, I think. But, uh, like, should I? Maybe I should be more restrictive. Because, like, when, when Teenager the Show December gets out into the real world, which is going to happen sometime pretty soon, yeah. they're quickly going to realize that waffle cones cost money. They are. Right? They are. So um, I'm not sure what you should do about this. Okay. Well, we need to sit down and have a tough conversation about <laughs> waffle cones and squabbles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, so my memory lane of waffle cones is that, like, at a certain point... I learned that they existed. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a brilliant sales mechanism, right? Because... Well, they make them in the shop of most of the time. I mean, there are plenty of scoop shops. Like, I'm thinking of one like that I've been to, like Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, that had waffle cones, and I'm pretty sure they weren't making them on the spot. But Oh, okay. A lot wow, of the, shots fired, Rehoboth <laughs> Beach. A lot of the time, waffle cones are being made on the spot, and it's kind of like the way that a French bakery sort of lures you in with the smell of butter. Yes, exactly. Um, a, an ice cream cone or an ice cream shop like lures you in with the smell of freshly waffling waffle cones. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, then you get in there and whether you get the waffle cone or not, they've got you. They've totally got you. Right. So that's so like I remember the waffle cone aroma much better than I remember actually eating waffle cones. Me too. I think that the number I've eaten the number I've eaten waffle cones yep. <laughs> is uh, less than then three. Do you do you make notches on one of your many bedposts? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you have to get a special bed frame with extra posts because you're tallying so many things? I can't re- what was I? What, what was I tallying last I week? I do not remember. Me neither. <laughs> I was just so I was just on a camping trip, uh-huh. um, and, and you had to bring bedposts <laughs> with you in case you needed to tally like how many fish you got in the stream. Yeah, or our, something. our tent has bedposts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fancy tent. Uh, anyway, but one of the like preteens on the trip, actually, she's not even a preteen yet. She's 11. Okay. But she listens to the What's show. Preteen? I think anything from zero to 12 and a half is preteen. <laughs> you're right. I think you're right. Fine. Anyway, she listens to the show. Okay. And she's like a super smart kid with a really dry sense of humor. She like does not suffer fools gladly nice. either. Like anyway, but um, she came up to me. We were talking about something. Wow, my memory's great. Okay, uh-huh. We were talking about something while I Probably was squabbles. while I was cooking dinner, and she asked me if you and I had done an episode on some particular food item. This is a great story. And I, <laughs> and I could not remember. And I was trying to explain to her like the way in which like you and I can never remember what we've just said on the show. Yeah, and she just looked at me like I was a total idiot because. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I am an idiot. but well, So I don't remember what I was putting nachos on my bedpost for. I just keep putting nachos there. I, I thought you said nachos. <laughs> if, you put, if you put nachos on your bedpost, they'll, they'll kind of ooze down and leave a, a cheesy streak behind them. Yeah. But I mean... Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Like, if you could reach over from bed and, like, grab a nacho anytime you want, that is living. Anyway, so, yeah, the aroma of waffle cones is is the way that I've consumed them most often. I've consumed them in, in aromas. Okay. You've consumed them in smell-o-vision. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I just never order them because it's, like, too much ice cream. 
Oh, because they put more ice cream in to fill the larger cone yeah, aperture? Yeah, I feel like even if you get a single scoop in a waffle cone, it's different from a single scoop in a sugar cone. Yeah, I think so too. So like, I realized just now, like as I was like going through and adding a few things to the agenda, that I didn't really spend much time thinking about whether I like waffle cones, and I think I don't, but maybe we'll find out. Great. I think I, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna speculate. I'm just gonna go in, I'm gonna go headfirst into this cone aperture. Okay, great. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Before we go into the aperture, we need to talk about what these are. Okay, yes. I want to I want to begin with the definition from Wikipedia. Sure. I will read, quote, "Waffle cones are brown, brittle, and sugary. They are baked flat and rolled <laughs> up, which leaves the opening teardrop-shaped and rough-looking." <laughs> a waffle bowl is a treat made from the same batter but shaped to have a broad flat bottom. Now, I want to talk okay. about this. Wait, it's you, Who, are you, how did this get past the Wikipedia people? Cuz it sounds like they're they're like slagging off yeah, waffle pe- cones saying people, like, you know, fuck waffle cones. What you want is waffle bowls, you idiot, yeah, right? Yeah, these people hate <laughs> waffle cones. Like, they call them brittle and rough looking. Meanwhile, a waffle bowl is a treat. Yeah. <laughs> this what is very the, funny, you're right. Right? Okay, so anyway, moving right along. <laughs> let's let's get to a more informative definition. Okay. So a waffle cone is a cone that is made in a special waffle iron. Like, you can't use... Uh, a, a regular, regular waffle, waffle maker. Because your waffle cone would be like half an inch thick, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. No, you, the, you have to get a special waffle cone iron. And um, and then as soon as the the waffle cone like cookie thing comes out of the iron, you wrap it around a special form called a waffle cone form. That's like, like a... C- cone. I was going to say, what's the name of that shape that the form is? It's a cone. It's a cone. Yeah, it looks like a a white plastic like smooth-sided Christmas tree on a stick. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you bake these things on a special waffle iron and then you roll them onto this conical form to shape them, kind of like like kind of like you might do a twill if you've ever made those, which yes, I never have. I but. haven't, but I've seen them made like on Bake Off. Sure. Um, I have a, one of these like sporkful style questions Great. that I just I thought can't of. Wait. Is a waffle cone a flatbread? Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, waffle cones have a higher sugar content than sugar cones. Okay. Okay. And they're medium to dark brown in color. Do you think we should start calling waffle cones sugar cones and start calling sugar cones non waffle cones? <laughs> yes, I think okay. so. So I want to just like uh, to re- like kind of to to orient us. I want to talk a little bit about sugar cones just for a minute because sugar cones are are about the same color as a waffle cone. Yeah. And they also have a lattice pattern on the outside surface, but it's not usually on the inside. You know what I mean? Right. The inside okay. is usually smooth. Yep. And sugar cones are made from a batter that's designed to like cook so that it's harder and crunchier and stronger. And I think that's like what I appreciate about a sugar cone because I, I worry about a waffle cone structural integrity. Hang on. Yeah, there. all right. Hang on there. And I also want to say that unlike waffle cones, which according to Wikipedia are rough looking. And brittle. And brittle. Not a treat. Um, a, sh- a, a, a sugar cone is flat on top, like yes. where you put the ice cream. And that has that has advantages and disadvantages. Yeah, I, I yeah, think. yeah. So I mean, this this gets us down to what waffle cones are good for, which I know both you and I have been wondering. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> nice. Okay. Um, so I never thought of this, but according to the website for Joy Cone, you know that company, like the cones. So if you get a sugar cone or a cake cone in like just a mainstream scoop shop, it'll have a paper wrapper around it that says Joy. I, I wouldn't go to a mainstream scoop shop. Um, have I noticed the brand name Joy? I don't think I have, and yet I've eaten hundreds of those cones. Yeah, it's like the dominant brand. I think it's one of these it's one of these like under the radar brands that like, you know, like YKK zippers or something. Oh yeah. Right. YKK zippers. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. How wow. when was the last time you thought about the brand of your zipper? I haven't ever. This is wow, this is illuminating. Periodically I'll come across an article about like uh, you know, YKK, they actually make the best zippers, but we don't appreciate them enough. Oh, that's right. We don't. Okay, let's okay. do zippers next week. Okay, but according to uh, the website for Joy Cone, waffle cones are the cone to choose if you want toppings on your ice cream and you want a cone. That makes sense. Because waffle cones, you know, they've got this tall sort of, I, I couldn't figure out what to call this, like the, the collar or I yeah, I think it's, the it's aperture like a, you were called. But that, well, the that's aperture like is like the, the opening, hole. The size the, of the I hole. I think it's like a popped collar. It is. It's like right? a like a turtleneck. Yeah, a rough, but a, rough but a turtleneck, turtleneck is like all the way around, and this is like kind of up in in the back. This is like a asymmetrical Elizabethan collar that looks like it's been chewed up. Yeah. Now who has it in for waffle cones? <laughs> anyway, so uh, the tall like collar of a waffle cone can hold uh, like a sauce. It can hold your toppings without spilling nearly as readily yeah. as other cones do. So I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And that's I think that's why waffle cones are so common at like frozen yogurt places and like frozen custard because it's softer. Not that you can't get a regular huh. cone at those places. I hadn't thought about that. Well, no, no. It's not just that it's softer, but that, that people want toppings, that those are t- very topping oriented places. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point. Right. Okay. Let's taste these while we talk about whether or not we ever order them. Okay. Um, I never order waffle cones. Me neither. Sometimes, sometimes I kind of gaze longingly at the dipped waffle cones that have like a, a chocolate collar. Mm-hmm. So, I wanna... Matthew, I think that we should eat. No, no, no. We are going to start with the, like the Safeway Select. Okay. And I don't know. I, I know. I think we got these last time we did ice cream cones. I think we may have concluded that they're really just sort of waffle shaped sugar cones. But let's find out. That's a, okay. Okay. So we're not tasting any joy cones today. I no. mean, these may bring us joy if if we're lucky. Oh, so does does joy cone like make like waffle cone supplies for making? Because do you mean like can you buy joy cone in the grocery store? No, I mean like if you're an ice cream shop, like do you get your waffle cone batter Through and joy? maker from Joy? Because because oh, because they've know. got like waffle cone related information on their website, but you but. I, I got the impression that they were like the big makers of like sugar cones. Oh man, I love ice cream cones. <laughs> oh yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. This does taste like a like a sugar cone, though. I think it got such a distinct vanilla flavor. I feel I feel like the smell of a waffle cone has a lot of vanilla going on. I hadn't thought about that. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, we don't have any sugar cones to compare it to, but this is That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I would I would definitely I would be willing to eat ice cream on this cone. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Yeah, this is just the Safeway Select brand. Now we're going to taste these ones from Frankie and Joe's. Mm, okay. Acquiring these was an interesting experience. Because, let's, wait, let's talk about Frankie okay. and Joe's for a second. Frankie and Joe's is a Seattle-based maker of uh, non-dairy ice creams. Mm-hmm. Women-owned, and they make their own waffle cones on site. And it's a gluten-free cone. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they say our maple vanilla waffle cone, gluten-free, uses maple syrup, oat flour, bloomed mm-hmm. flax seeds, and a hint of brown sugar. I mean, this is a precious cone. It is, but it's very good. It's really good, though, right? So Molly gave me a lot of homework, a lot of, made me run a lot of errands for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She said, go and get some like store-bought waffle cones and go to Frankie and Joe's and wait in line and get some of their cone shards, which are actually called cone shatter. Oh, whoops. Sorry. Um... Because I, I did not know what I was going to be stepping into. I thought I thought I was going to be like maybe asking for some off menu item and that this was just going to be like, do you have any like fucked up waffle cones from earlier in the day? But no, this is like a product that they sell. Yes. And I now understand why they do. Having read some waffle cone recipes online. So here's the thing. Like it's a real learning curve to make waffle cones. Okay. Oh, you think these are these are like discards from trainees who haven't learned to make waffle well, cones yet? Well, I think yet? that that's probably how it started out. Yeah. And I think that the truth is, is even if they're doing a great job, they probably have some that get broken every day. And I think also they probably found that this made a terrific topping. So the idea is you can do this if you're making waffle cones at home, too, if you're that kind of person, which we'll talk about in just a second. But you can just crumble up a waffle cone and use it as like a delicious, crunchy ice cream topping. Or apparently, if you're really going to go for it, you can like dip them in chocolate and spread them out on a cookie sheet. And then you have like chocolate dipped waffle cone pieces, which I think is what's in Americone mm. Dream, right? Oh, right. Mm. Okay, so what do you think of this? So now we're having the the Frankie and Joe's Cone Shatter with Signature Select Vanilla Bean Ice Cream. Oh, I think it's a very tasty topping. Mm-hmm. The the other thing is, I had to ask them to like get some Cone Shatter from the back because it wasn't there wasn't any in the case. Like it was really like like a stressful situation, and and you should be very proud of me. Is it stressful because you had to talk to someone? Yeah, that was mainly it. <laughs> Did you have to wait in line forever? Mm-mm. Were you afraid that somebody would see you and think you were the kind of person who would pay eight dollars for a scoop of ice cream? I believe I believe the the cone shards are like also like seven dollars. <laughs> um, I, I did also get a scoop of ice cream. By the way, the show bought me a scoop of uh, of salty caramel ash. It was very good. Ah, what do you think of the uh, the idea of eating charcoal? Um, I mean, when I was a kid, I always liked the look of charcoal briquettes. <laughs> when they like, were lit or not or or before being lit before being lit it's just like a pleasant shape and heft to them mm-hmm. and like so i guess i kind of wanted to eat those and and it's probably the same thing did you ever think about misbehaving so you'd get them in your christmas stocking is that is is that what you get is that yeah, what you they get mean coal. by well but is a charcoal briquette the same as the, <laughs> a lump of coal um listeners Weigh in. <laughs> this is the only way to find out is to ask listeners. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Now back on back on topic. So I did look up one recipe for waffle cones just to kind of get get my bearings. Mm. And of course, the one that I, I chose to look at was Stella Parks's recipe from Serious Eats. Stella Parks being the the go to person for so many baked goods. Stella is is the person who told me that you cannot use anything but a waffle cone maker to you to make a waffle cone. So okay. so yeah. So you can't do it like free form like a crepe. That is correct. Okay. Also, what I discovered from looking at her recipe is that waffle cones, making waffle cones is a great... Actually, can I have one more scoop of ice cream? Yes. Um, is that making waffle cones is a great way to use egg whites that are left over from making ice cream. Oh. 
So at least Stella's waffle cone recipe uses egg whites, and I think that many of them do, which gives them both like lightness and crisp too. Crispness. Crispiness? Crispness. Anyway, here's the other thing I learned from Stella Parks, which just cemented my feeling that I'm never making waffle cones. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah. Which is that they don't keep long. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned this. Yeah. So a freshly made waffle cone that is just kept out in the air can go stale in as little as like 15 minutes. I was wondering that about the cone shards, whether like if I bought them yesterday, they would no longer be good today, but you store them in the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. I find this perplexing. If you want to keep them fresh, you need to store them in an airtight container. But isn't it going to take at least several minutes for it to cool down Enough to not steam a little bit in the airtight container. I think you cool it outside the container. Well, right. You cool it outside the container, but then you've got to quickly get it in the container well, before 15 minutes goes by. Right. But here's the here's the key. You keep your kids in the container and you just oh. like toss uh, uh, waffle cones, well, ice cream cones well, like, into the container and, and close it up. Why do I keep my kids in there? And I only have one kid, by the way. So why do you. you keep your kid in a container? Like convenience. Oh, keep them fresh. <laughs> keep them fresh and portable. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen the the Erie Indiana Foreverwear episode? No. Okay, some some listeners definitely know what I'm talking about. This was like a cult show from the early '90s, I think, and uh, about like a town where like weird shit was going on. I was busy on. squabbling with friends and not talking to my parents about difficult things during that time, so uh, I wasn't. Watching I mean, me television. too, but also watching a lot of television. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work, need a place to stay while your home is being remodeled, or maybe you're just enjoying a relaxing week away, well, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, so they've got a full kitchen. Uh, they've got, you can borrow appliances. Like if you want a blender or a slow cooker while you're traveling, you can borrow it, no charge. <laughs> uh-huh, so like you could invite your friends or your coworkers over for like a post-meeting drink. You can bring your pet Totally allowed. Oh, I love this. Oh, I see. They even have special pet items you can use. And they have the built-in alpha closet system. Nothing makes me happier when I am traveling and I have like a place to put away my clothes. Mm -hmm. Molly has seen what happens when I don't have a place to put away my clothes. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. So like a whole closet system where I can really like unpack for reals. I am down. Well, this is made for you then. And this is Town Place Suites by Marriott. Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Another thing that you can apparently do with waffle cones, and I think this is kind of good to know, is you can pulverize them to make crumbs for like a graham cracker crust. You can use waffle cone or, I mean, conceivably also sugar cone, right? Instead of graham cracker crumbs. That's that's good to know because now I'm going to have a bunch of leftover waffle cones. Mm -hmm. That's a good problem to have. Uh, Maybe I'll make like a key lime pie with a waffle cone crust. That sounds. Does that sound good? It sounds really good. Do you think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste the fancy uh, cone shatter? I'm gonna use the the Safeway cones mm-hmm. for this. But yeah, I'm just excited about the idea of, of pulverizing a bunch of cones. Mm-hmm. It feels 
like a satisfyingly destructive in like a demolition derby sort of way. Ooh, are you going to get or like out? A will it blend? <laughs> are you going to get out your monster truck rally voice? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to get, uh, Sunday, 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 <laughs> cones will be destroyed. <laughs> I'll just touch you with my feet again. It's okay. Do you have anything else to say? About waffle cones? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what's going on here. So what kind of person, what kind of person would buy a, uh, a waffle cone maker? Because, like, how often are you going to do this? I mean, I, like many, look back on my pre-child days and realize how much time I had. This is the most boring part of any conversation. <laughs> right. So you're saying like if you could if you had a time machine. If I had a time machine, you would go I back. I still wouldn't travel back in time and make this. Oh, okay. No, what I would do is I would travel back in time and I would make more like pies you and more pies, and more yeah. pastry th- things. Like I once even bought <laughs> salt cod and like made we talked about this i did this once too yeah i mean we used to have a lot of of time and energy to burn and we thought we were going to be the kind of adults who did this forever oh absolutely and now i'm i'm not i would i'm never gonna make bacalao is that what it's called yeah again or is that the cod it's the cod itself what's the what's like the dip you make with the, mm. with the cod. Mm. Well, in French, it's brandade. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Matthew, sorry, I have another camping example mm-hmm. here. So, brandade, also also your first, your uh, former husband. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. I didn't, I didn't think that was a good joke. Thank you. Um, well, I'll add that to all the nicknames that that like various friends and stuff have for Brandon. There's okay. there's Brandono, Brandoni. Mm-hmm. There's Brando. Okay. Now we've got Brandad. Yeah. Um, That's a good nickname. Um, it could have Brandad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someday. Yeah, someday it could be. Bra- That's pretty good. And um, well, they call his bandanas, which he used to always wear when he was working the pizza oven. Brandanas. Brandanas. Of course. Those are pretty good. Uh, but anyway, what was I going to say? Something else about camping. Mm, okay. So Saturday night was our second night camping, and I took sort of the, for me, like a a very easy, like low energy meal. I took sausages that basically were already cooked that Mm -hmm. just needed to be rewarmed, corn on the cob, and a can of baked beans. All right. Is this this is what we had when we were camping? Except it was hot dogs, right? Yeah, Yeah. and and there was a burn ban this time. Okay, there wasn't a burn ban when you and I went camping. So does that mean no camp stove? So. No, you could use it. You can use anything that you can switch on and okay. off no, or no easily fire, turn fire. off. So no campfire and no use of charcoal. My, you can't grill. My poor little briquettes are going to go unburned. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yeah, I used a camp stove. But uh, our friend Joe, we were camping on Hood Canal, and Joe is the kind of person who was like, I'm just going to find a way to put out some crab pots. That's what you call crab traps. I know. I'm going to find a way to put out some crab pots, and uh, maybe we'll have crab for dinner Saturday night. Wow. So he totally winged this. Our our friend Matt. He put the crab pots out like in a field. Our friend Matt had brought a couple kayaks, and so Joe and his son paddled out in kayaks like midday Saturday and dropped some crab pots like out in Hood Canal. They wound up catching like eight crabs, but they Whoa. were but they were all too small. Okay. But anyway, so he drove to Polesbo. Like he got in the car and drove to Polesbo, which is a, a town not terribly far from where we were, but not exactly close. 
and bought live crabs, came back, killed them, and cleaned them, and then proceeded to make... Did he try and convince you that he caught the crabs? No. He is the kind of person who goes camping with a walk and, like, a a propane, like, gas ring to put the walk on. Okay, that sounds great. And he had brought fermented black beans. Yeah. And, like, fresh ginger, garlic, scallion, and he made... He broke down the crab into pieces, stir-fried it, and then added, like, fermented black bean Sounds sauce. Sounds like real, real, like, classic Cantonese-style preparation. Oh, my God. I it was like it. so, so good. And then he, like, made, you know, Uncle Ben's, like, minute rice, because mm-hmm. that's easy to do when you're camping. And we sat around on Saturday night and ate, like crab in black bean sauce with rice. I would never cook this way on a camping trip. So basically... Wow, no, me neither. What I'm saying is... I wouldn't be even be on the camping trip. And indeed, I wasn't. Like, Joe... And Joe is also, like, not a precious person. Like, Joe does this because it's, like, fun for him. And he is someone who loves, like... He's fine with living with a certain degree of chaos and mess so that he mm, can, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, just wing it and do stuff like this. Yeah, no, I, I can't live that way. I can't live that way either. But all this to say is Joe is probably not only the kind of person who would have made Brandad at (laughs) like the age of 26 or whatever, but he's like going to make Brandad still at the age of 44 on a camping trip. Yeah, I respect that. It's like, yeah. And, And you said he has a kid. He has two children. Wow. And he is. What's our excuse? I know. And anyway, he's just. Does he have a job? Yes, Joe is a, a like a design and build guy. He's okay. a contractor. He's like a one man operation. I mean, he's not like making tons of money on it, and you know, but it sounds like around he brought reclining. a real design build ethos to that dinner. Yeah, I can't <laughs> even tell you. It was so good. Anyway, so shout out to all you people who were young Brandad makers who, who are still who are still, still out there, still pulver, out there, found in that salt cod. Yeah, and 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 cooking crab with black bean sauce on camping trips. Yeah, I mean, to anybody who's out there pounding anything, we salute you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, this we should do a crab episode because I have to admit I don't know if I like crab. Oh, let's but, do a crab But I'd like episode. to. It's just I haven't eaten it very much, and just like don't know how to cook it, and like you know just haven't encountered it as often as you have. Oh, God. Uh, crab is like, I think, one of the greatest delicacies. Okay. Uh, greatest, like, readily available delicacies. Would you, would you like, serve me crab if we do a crab episode? Well, here's, here's my, my thing. So usually when I make crab, I just cook it in salted water. Yeah, that's that sounds great. Eat it. You don't you don't have to go um, like fully Cantonese. But I think we should also do Cantonese. Okay. Because that was so delicious. Like, you know, I feel like you could pretty much take anything and do like a Cantonese black bean situation right. on it and it would be delicious. Yeah. I mean But there I, was something special about the flavor of crab too. Yeah, I've always wanted to try Singapore chili crab, which I've never tried. But but I think the idea is like like you get like the sauce all over your fingers while oh, you're eating it, it right? Is a, yeah. It is a real Real mess. Yeah, I had it. I'm really enjoying sticking my finger into the stump of this of this waffle cone. (laughs) I had at one point gotten up from the table. I thought I was finished eating and I went like down to the water spigot and laboriously like washed my hands twice to get all the crab stuff off. And I come back and I'm sitting there talking to our friends, Matt and Beth. And Matt is like, Molly, can you pass me that last crab leg? And I looked at him and was like, showed him my clean hands. (laughs) 
And nice try. He roared with laughter. This is like Matt's kind of dad joke that he thought he could trick me into like getting my hands dirty again. And did it work? It didn't work. Okay. No. Yeah. No, I, we've talked about this before, I think many times on the show, like how I have this thing about clean hands that I want to like continuously clean my hands like throughout the meal. But what if it's something that like, what if you're eating like shell on shrimp? Can you just, can you just like chill out and be a pig and slop for a little while? I can't chill out. It's, it's all, it's partly about the water glass. Like I drink a lot of water okay, when I'm eating and just... like, it's going to get like, like, you know, shrimp juices all over my water I glass. I just for one night you can try being different. Like a role play kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, want, I'm gonna I'm gonna role you. play as like a guy who can handle <laughs> having shrimp fingers. I mean, just just think about it, Matthew. Do you want to go to your grave knowing that you were never able to enjoy like a messy, like rolling in slop kind of meal? Or, or are you right. okay with no, being no? That guy? When you put it that way, like okay, so how? But how are we gonna make this happen? Like, what's is it gonna be the the crab scenario? I think it's gonna have to be the crab scenario. Okay, let's do the crab scenario, and you're gonna like. Not let me. You're going to forcibly restrain me from from like going and washing my hands. This doesn't sound like very much fun for me. It, well, I mean, who said, who said it was going to be fun? <laughs> no, okay. I think yeah. Challenge accepted. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna try and and enjoy the crab feast the way it was meant to be. Okay. Okay. And the clam bake and the shrimp boil and. Uh, I mean, the, the crawfish boil. I think part of what uh, I mean, we'll talk more about this when we get to it. But I think part of no. Let's segue into the crab. We don't have any crab here, but let's segue <laughs> into the crab episode right now. <laughs> I think part of the thing is you just have to know that when you're done with the meal, you're just gonna like start over with a new water glass because yes, you yeah, are going true. to just get that glass disgusting. Can I like wear like special clothes? disposable clothes. You know what I like to do, actually? I like uh-huh. I like to wear whatever apron I was cooking in. Oh, I do that all the time. While anyway. I know. I love doing that. Okay. Um, anyway, so right. I, I like doing that while I'm eating something that is messy like this where I don't want to worry about it. Yeah. Like, I've, I'm worried that, that, like, am I actually worried about this? No. But, like, do you think listeners are, like, inferring from what I said that I'm, like, bad at sex? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as, as long as we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because people who don't like to get messy, actually, but I'm fine with getting messy, like when I'm cooking. Uh-huh. I struggle with it in some other ways. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So maybe our listeners are going like to infer I'm, that maybe I'm the not opposite. Fun. Wow. Yeah. No, Interesting. I. Yeah, I mean, when I'm cooking or when I'm eating, there's like a sink nearby, and I know when the meal is going to be over, and like <laughs> okay, when I can no, go I wash my hands. Point. Okay. Whereas otherwise, I'm kind of like, oh, do I have to take a shower because I just showered this morning, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. This is has never struck me as a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, I I don't really like shower. I don't really like bathing. Like the less I could do it, the better. No, I agree. It's like something. It's something that I I think. I mean, I always enjoy it when it's over. It's like writing. Bathing and writing are the same. No, like when yeah. you're in the flow of it, literally the water, the water flow. Yeah, <laughs> you're like yes, but then when it's. Uh, like when you're finishing it up, which is to say you are like toweling off, maybe putting on lotion if you do that. Yeah. It's kind of a pain in the ass. It's sort of like editing and going over proofs. But then when it's done and you can like this feel how clean you are. One of the best of our time. <laughs> <laughs> when you can feel how clean you are. It's yeah. so great until then all of a sudden you have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, no, I do like being clean. 
And like, I think, I think the the way I feel about like the actual time spent showering is like really a function of like, like phone addiction and like, like, you know, what, like I have to stand under this water for four minutes. Like I could be getting so much more done. Oh God, you are fun. I know. <laughs> um, but I mean, what, what's your problem with it? Is um, it, you don't like the feeling? No, for me, part of it is I feel like I need to put on lotion when I get out of the shower because I like, I feel can mm-hmm. feel my skin getting sort of dry. And I also have a lot of like really thick hair. Yeah. And it needs to be like dealt with. Covering every inch of your body. Covering every inch of my body. I am Chewbacca. <laughs> um, anyway, and so like showering, whether or not I wash my hair feels like a bit of a chore in that I need to put on lotion afterwards. Yeah. Recently, I've, and, been, I've been lotioning my hands. Like I, I was like once a year, like get really dry skin on my palms. And I asked why your the palms. Show yeah. What have you been doing? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> Fun things. Um, and I asked wife of the show, Lori, like, can you can you teach me how to moisturize? And she's like, OK, first try like the cheap drugstore St. Ives stuff that we've got on the bathroom counter. Didn't like it. And I tried another one. Didn't really like it. And then she said, try this Neutrogena Hydro Boost. This is not an ad, but I think I'm hooked on Hydro Boost. So um, I it's not greasy at all. Does it do anything to my skin? I don't know, but I like it. I uh, I really like Waleda skin food, but it's expensive. Okay. And it go, like you go through it so fast. So um, currently I'm really enjoying the Trader Joe's hand cream, okay. which is like $4.99 for a tube. All right. That yeah, is way that. more of like a, a way more palatable. No, it makes sense me. that you would go through skin food fast because like I go through regular food yeah. <laughs> very fast. Yeah. Okay. Are we done yet? Yeah, we are done. Okay. Uh, segments. Spilled mail. We got nothing this week. Hit us up. Contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com and we will probably answer your question. I feel like maybe this is the only place I haven't talked about my love for Libro.fm. Or have I, I talked no, about it No, I don't it think here? you have. Uh, so, I don't think I know what it is. Oh, Libro.fm is uh, it's an app. It's an like an audiobook app. Okay. That is basically a competitor to Audible. All right. But, and, and you pay, you know, a monthly amount like you do for Audible. It's about 16 bucks a month. You get one credit per month. So basically one book is included in that got it. monthly thing. It's an app you can put on your phone. They've got all the, all the books that Audible does. But when you set up your Libro account, you can declare the independent bookstore that you want a portion of all your sales to okay. go to. Okay. Which one did you choose? I chose Secret Garden Bookshop in Seattle. Nice. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I use Libro.fm for audiobooks because it benefits independent bookstores. Okay. Not Jeff Bezos now, or is the, Amazon. Is that your pick or are you also going to talk uh, about the book? No. Okay. So what I was going to talk about is, that would be okay. is this book. Okay. Uh, you may have heard of it, listener. It's called How the Word is Passed by Clint Smith. Uh, the subtitle is A Reckoning with the History of Slavery Across America. Okay. I believe it came out in 2020. I started hearing about it on a couple newsletters I get from really smart people. Uh, anyway, it is fantastic and difficult, as yeah. you might imagine. Clint Smith reads it, the audiobook version, and um, he has just a 
he's great at reading his book. But also, I just really like the approach of this book. Not only do I feel like I am learning some stuff that I I should know and should have learned a long time ago, but also there is a certain amount of like um, kind of you you feel like he is a really good guide for this. Like That's he's good. yeah. There's a there's a personal narrative and a personal perspective on this, and like a personal motivation that he brings to it. Yeah, I've definitely read and and appreciated some of Clint's like columns, but I've not read this book and I'm going to put it on my list. Yeah, it's great. Okay. How Mm -hmm. the word is passed. That's right. Our producer is Abby Circatella. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe you get us on Libro.fm. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know that that's possible, but But, maybe Spotify. uh, Maybe Spotify. I don't think you can review things on Spotify. Maybe you can like click the the heart button. Click the heart button. Click the heart button. Just in general. Just click. If you see somebody you 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 like, like, click their heart heart button. That doesn't mean reach out and like poke them in the chest. You should ask consent before Before you literally click the heart button. button. Yeah. (laughs) Where's where's your heart button located? (laughs) Reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk is where I keep my heart button, um, where people warm my heart by saying nice things about our show and talking about it with other listeners. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show that... That starts to soften after just 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm Matthew Amster Burton. And I'm Molly Weisenberg. And um, uh, did we say that our producer is Abby Circatella? We did, but we, we can't, we say, can't that say it enough. too many times. Yeah. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.